Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is episode 12 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Vernado and Roxy Hayes. How to get started in editing. Special guest, Stephen Rosenthal. So now it's time to uh, interview our guest, Stephen Rosenthal. Woo! Hey, Stephen. Hey. Uh, if you don't know Stephen Rosenthal, it, that's fine because he's behind the scenes all the time. Uh, Stephen Rosenthal is an editor. Uh, he has edited uh, the uh, Triumph Insult Comic Dog special for Hulu. What was the name of the actual special? Uh, Triumph Selection Watch. Triumph Selection Watch. Okay, great. Great name. And <laughs> uh, and he's uh, worked on the President Show, right? Yeah. Correct. The President Show, uh, and he worked on characters for Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, also uh, he's worked on projects with me, including the Awkward Comedy Show, which stars Hannibal Buress and Eric Andre, and Tell Your Friends the Concert Film with Kristen Schaal and Reggie Watts. Uh, so we've been friends for a very long time. We worked on projects together. Uh, All hail, Steve Rosenthal. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. uh, The reason that we have you here, Steve, is because you've taken editing to a a high level. But there are a lot of people out there who are just getting started in editing. And if you were able to give advice to yourself before you had even started editing, what would that advice be? That's what we want to talk about right now. Uh, it would be, you don't have to get fancy. Editing is not, everybody who starts out editing or uh, you see on like message boards and things like that and they want to learn the, the, uh, the cool software to do the, the hard things first. Mm-hmm. Of, like transitions and fancy, just uh, fancy stuff and then you, you watch a movie and you realize uh, that they never do use those transitions. Um, maybe they go to black at the end or whatever, but like, but, uh, but movies are about cuts. Mm-hmm. So you, if you have an editing, like if it's a Adobe spark post and you have a shot and then you have another shot or iMovie, I always recommend iMovie to comedians and friends and they go, what should I use? And like, you, you already have iMovie. You don't need to get something else. And you're probably just going to use cuts. Your bit is going to be like cut, cut, cut. And the, the, you already know how to cut, just learn to cut. That's lesson one. And then mm. that's, that's going to be all you need to do to make this film and the next film and the next film and the next film because it's show the audience what they want to see when they want to see it and it's going to be a cut. So like, that's, don't, you have to get fancy first. I like, I like show the audience what they want to see when they want to see it, um, mostly because it exactly lines up to one of the things that I was actually talking about uh, a week ago when I was talking about like how to make engaging, engaging content, uh, which is, it, it is mostly about uh, showing people what they want to see when they want to see it. Although I kept saying, answer the question that people have in their heads before they ans- before they ask it, which is, I think, very similar. Right. Like, be ahead of your audience. Yeah, be ahead of your audience and show them what they want to see. Exactly. Like, anticipate what their what their questions are going to be or what they're they're going to want to know about, and then show them that. Uh, 
But how does that translate to first day getting into editing? One more on that though, and what they want to see, like if like mm -hmm. I always think it's like where you're the audience's eyes in what you want to see. Like if right. we if we were doing the full screen thing of the Zoom, which we're not, uh, like right now there's three boxes of us, and and sometimes you would cut to the. It would be like, what is the, yeah, where, where is the audience's, I, sometimes the audience is on all three of us. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But like, if you were, if you were a viewer, where would your eyes go? And then as the filmmaker, you are the person's eyes um, in doing that. Right, I get you, that. You get, to, you get to be God and like, uh, and guide that through. And to, uh, so um, thinking of it that way is like telling you when to cut it. Um, first day, oh boy. Um, yeah, just start. It's like it's like first day on stage as a comic of like just mm -hmm. just sort of do it. It's not. It may not be good. It's gonna get better. It, it, every editing first day is terrible. I'm doing this 15 years, and I like sit to do a new thing, and it's the first. It's awful. Like it's raw footage, and I never get anything. There's pressure to be like, how's it going? Is it good yet? Like, no, of course it's not good yet. Um, <laughs> it takes for it, it's it's it, it's nice when like day two or day three, even for me, and I've been doing this forever, um, it's like, finally, I did something good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, because it's just overwhelming. Uh, of like what uh, it, you're making, you're making, you're organizing it, and you're making something to figure out what good is, almost. So don't get down on yourself that it's taking, I mean, your, your five minute egg video is a masterpiece. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> Uh, first day right out of the gate. But the video that you really care about, the story you're trying to tell or the comedy bit you're trying to do, um, it's all right if it doesn't, if it doesn't click. Um, and then just keep figuring out what doesn't click about it and keep trying it out until it does. And, you know, you don't have to release it until it works. Do you have, did you have like exercises that you did when you started? Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you one exercise that I would do. What I would what I would do in the very beginning is I would mimic something that I like, I would, I would take something that exists and try to like reshoot and edit that thing on my own and like see how it was put together. Yeah. Uh, if you figure out a style that you like, I mean, we're, I was in comedy all the time, so I'm just stealing people's styles to make fun of them. Um, but like looking at that, yeah, looking at that style in order to do it, yeah, it forces you to watch movies and TV differently. Mm -hmm. That you're watching it to see how long oh, am I on the person talking? Am I not on the person talking? Do I drift off? Do I, how long do I see both of them? All these things sound silly, but they really matter into how you do the scene or how you how you edited it. Or do is this the kind of thing that does jump cuts? Like they're very cool. They're very acceptable on the internet. You just do them all the time. Just like get to what's funny really fast. Or is it not? Or is it some things like don't like jump cuts and like what's what style are you doing? There are no rules. It's up to you. And and are you doing the most appropriate thing for your thing? And only you as a filmmaker can determine that. I remember once um, you and I had a conversation about uh, cutting stand up uh -huh. uh, because like in traditional in a traditional narrative, say a narrative comedy, someone says something funny and then you usually cut to the face of the person who might be the butt of the joke for their reaction because it helps sell the joke. Right. But we were talking about that in stand-up because obviously like if when a person is portraying like multiple characters in stand-up say or they're doing a joke and then the and then it 
then after the joke is done, there's a moment where you, where if, if it were a narrative film, you would cut to that reaction. Uh, we were talking about like how to fill those in with standup. I, and I remember our solution, I think was, oh, like when someone tells a, a hard joke, then we would cut to a wide so we could get a sense of the audience as the reaction. Do you remember this? Yeah, the audience is, right. Yes, yeah. I do remember this. The mm -hmm. Yeah, the audience is the person that the joke is happening to. Right. In a way, like, they, mm -hmm. yeah, the, it's like a question and the audience answered it. So we, we didn't have the shots where we showed the audience, but to go wider is where you, you feel the audience. It's like the eyes, like you're on the person, the stand-up really telling the joke, and then you go back and like, oh, this person's doing it in a room, and then you hear the crowd laughing. Um, mm -hmm. There's a thing in sound where uh, if you hear it, you see it, or if you see it, you hear it. Mm. Um, like see it, like seeing it on movie sound and like see, seeing it on the screen makes you hear the noise for the first time or hearing the noise makes you see something subtle on the screen, like doing that together. So I think that's like the audience, you'd still hear the audience if it was a close up of the standup, but going back wide, you focus on the audience more and that was psychologically a better thing. And I know this sounds subtle, but it, but it, it makes a difference. Like one, one is funnier than the other. I agree. Uh, I mean, I absolutely agree. I mean, we've, we had long talks about that very same thing. Like, I, I, I mean, it does matter. Like, editing can change and change, help or hinder jokes, like, by far. Yeah, there were better ways to cut and recut the stand-up performance, even though it's the same performance, mm -hmm. same take, and the person did as well as they did. But, like, how choosing which angle, and you had lots of angles for all these things, but about five or You're welcome. More. Uh, no, and they were they were good. But we, we had all those options to choose from. So now I got to edit it and figure out what option is the funniest way to do when. Mm -hmm. And it was it was fantastic on Reggie. Um, oh yeah, when the the split screen stuff that we did. Actually, why don't we show? Uh, can we show the Tell Your Friends the concert film uh, trailer? Because we did split screen stuff with that. I actually have one more question for you after that, but I, I would love to people to see like a little bit of what you're talking about. Oh sure. Okay, I'm going to... I mean, gonna... you own it. You can show it. You're asking me. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I worked for you. <laughs> Don't uh... do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yay, everybody works for me. This is great. Everybody works for Victor. Okay, so here's the trailer. Let me see if I can get this up on the screen. Here. Oh, wrong one. There we go. When it comes to sex, I am like an Olympic athlete. In the sense that I train and train and train for an event that happens once every four years. Victor's graphics. <laughs> the funniest shows happen outside of comedy clubs. Whether it be a coffee place, bookstore, bar, restaurant. You're always looking for stage time, and that's where I got some of the stage time. I just have to get in front of people. I don't care where. That, to me, is the alt comedy scene. Alternatives are a healthy thing, in my opinion. You won't catch a show like this outside of New York. Okay, what is funnier, the Holocaust or slavery? And again, don't pick your favorite. We gotta get you out of these clothes. Kristen Shaw, Kurt Brown Oler. Um, 
Well, first I'm gonna take off your buffalo skins. Take them off. I don't like my buffalo skins. And uh, there you go. You're totally naked now. <laughs> well, I don't want to make you feel bad. Christian You're looking Finnegan. at former Danny Zuko from the musical Grease right here. So yeah. And I was Little Abner. And I was in an all-white production of The Wiz. <laughs> That's the way New England does it. <laughs> if they put up a sign that says Rock rough road, road, they're pretty much in. admitting they're never going to fix the road. By the same token, we don't have money for education. We'll just put a sign by the school that says slow children. Yeah, I miss stand up. No, I just got sad again. Uh, yeah, everybody, coronavirus. <laughs> uh, so here's my last question for you. Uh, it's about it's about editing, editing right now, like with your phones. Like you, you had said you suggest iMovie for people. Do you do you suggest anything else? Because a lot of people will shoot and edit and do everything straight on their phone. So I would suggest like if you're if, if you're a person that is, doesn't know anything about uh, editing and you want to put videos out and all you have is your phone again it's still adobe spark video post because you can do that on your phone you record the audio on your phone you can use pictures in your phone and just do the whole thing from scratch which i would suggest uh, for anybody but do you have any suggestion for people who are uh, using their phone as a production studio i did a quick thing in imovie on the phone uh-huh there's an imovie the the app it's free I think. oh i don't have an app i don't have an iphone Ah, so if you have I'm, an I'm not a drone. But sorry, <laughs> then you can't use the fantastic <laughs> iMovie. Uh, I'm sure there's an Android uh, uh, editor oh, of some there, kind. Of I, um, yeah, I I don't know what the free one is. I use Adobe Rush because I have the um, Adobe Creative oh, yeah, Cloud. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I love Adobe Rush. I mean, and it it if you learn it, it's very. It's very simple once you get over the fear of picking up new software, then it's actually very simple to use. I know that people also like, uh, I think it's called uh, uh, Director for the uh, phone. Does it? Mm -hmm. Never that, heard of Yeah, people, people use that a lot too. Um, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to just guess at it, but I, I do highly recommend Adobe Rush. Also, interestingly enough, TikTok is an a full editing and effects yeah. suite. Like it's it's oh, actually nothing. yeah, it's actually editing software. Like you can you can edit, you can you can cut back and forth, you can do green screen, you can do transitions, like it's a full I I was wondering why people were afraid of TikTok and when I really looked into TikTok, I was like, "Oh, this is just like a full editing that, a software and that's why it's so scary to a lot of people because there's so many options." Because it's editing software. Oh, okay. But once yeah. you learn it, you're good. And now you exactly. Have to, then you have to edit TV on TikTok and somehow get it off. You have a TV career. But no, um, it's it, yeah. It's it, all these things are as good as any other things. It's like mostly cuts and mostly your creativity of like you're not um, 
doing it wrong unless you have Premiere or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Premiere does make some things easier and makes some hard, really hard things easier. But I, I, I don't think you really need the hard things to make engaging, hilarious, fantastic video. Right. Um, I think that's something that people need to know. Uh, not just the five minutes stuff, but if you something that you care about that you wanted to make on TikTok, they, they you know I mean the, the people's comedy things are brilliant, and they're brilliantly cut and they're perfect and they're tight and you'd never want to change a thing of like and I'm sure they're cut on TikTok or iMovie or uh, not everything has to be uh, really involved stuff. I absolutely agree. Um, well, those are all the questions I had for you. Do you want, have anything else you want to say? Uh, are there any questions out there? If you're watching right now and you have any questions for myself or for Steve, now is a great time to uh, pop them up. Also questions for Roxy about how she uh, dates. Uh, any of those questions, it's great. What do you, what do you use for editing, Roxy? Yeah, like, I was gonna ask you. So I use, I use basically all the stuff that y'all said. I use Premiere primarily, um, but like just on my phone, iMovie, I use, um, now I've gotten to use TikTok. And mm -hmm. it is, I've been, I've started editing more stuff in TikTok. I've also randomly, like if I'm just trying to do something really, really quick, I've kind of done something similar in the uh, Instagram story. Like mm -hmm. if I have a video and I'm just trying to add text on top of it, I'll just edit it in my Instagram story and then download and save it and then, and then post it like that. I think you could do the same thing in Facebook story too, where you can add text and do all of that. If you're just trying to do something like really, really quick, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see what else. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was actually very surprised when I really looked, started looking into TikTok about just how deep it goes into editing and effects. I didn't expect that, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great actually. And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's really funny because like TikTok is basically teaching an entire generation, basic, vi basic editing and visual effects. Yeah. Like, and it's, that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's all they're doing. They're doing like these, they're doing like for the most part, they're doing a lot of uh, like uh, jump cuts that are transitions and using those to make effects like they used to do in the old black and white movies. But th but that's how the bulk of effects are done in TikTok, mm -hmm. which is just like cutting at just the right time so it looks like it's a continuous piece. Great stuff, though. All right. Well, uh, Steve, thank you so much for being our guest today. You're Thanks awesome. Uh, and... I, I love hearing about what you're working on. Is there anything you want to talk to us about that you're working on right now? No, I'm not, doing, I'm not doing squat. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm doing coronavirus. Yeah, I got nothing, guys. <laughs> awesome. But thank you so much uh, for coming and being part of the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank All you. right. And if you're watching out, if you're watching out there, uh, please check us out at Arts Academy Podcast, or you can also check us out at uh altartsacademy.com any of that stuff if you search for new york alt arts academy or new york arts academy or any of that stuff you'll find us uh see you again thanks everybody bye 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 you can find us at artsacademypodcast.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.